compadre. Otra, por favor. Otra, por favor. Episodio número 22. Ya, ya tiene más de 21, ya nos lo llevamos a Las Vegas y Ahora a ver sí. qué, qué ya, hace para allá, ¿no? Ahora sí ya puede tomar el podcast. Sí, uh, nos tomamos un break de unas dos semanas para, para ver y es la primera vez que estamos en vivo con ustedes. ¿Qué onda, raza? ¿Cómo, cómo estás tú, Chaparro? Bien, bien, este Richie, ¿cómo te va? ¿Cómo? Bien, bien, acá. ¿Cómo estuvo el día de hoy? Bien, bien ocupado, estamos aquí acomodando todo uh, y, y antes de nada quiero introducir a nuestro invitado de hoy. Él, de hecho, él, nuestro propósito era traer gente y que nos digan su historia. Uh-huh. Y Edgar me mandó un mensaje y dijo, hey, ¿cuándo le entramos? ¿Cuándo puedo grabar? Y dije, pues, cuando quieras. Uh-huh. Y entonces ahí este, lo que hicimos fue, coordinamos las fechas y coordinamos cuándo. Uh-huh. Y sí, se dio todo. Y ahorita con nosotros está Edgar. Edgar, bienvenido. Gracias, gracias. ¿Cómo te va, Edgar? ¿Cómo, cómo estás? Ah, bien cansado. Sí. <risa> cansado, pero contento de estar aquí. Uh, muchas gracias por la invitación y por, por aceptarme este, aquí. Uh, ojalá que les guste mi historia. <risa> ah, sí, va a estar buena. Nos mandaste una historia y sí, está. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of content right there. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, man, I was reading the story and, and it, was, it was one of those things that I, I'm, I'm, I can assimilate to it in a lot of aspects. Uh, yeah. So I'll, and I'll probably, you know, talk about mine, but you're the guest. So it's going to be your story pretty your much, story, your, yes, your, your episode. Uh, so before we get started, um, we just want to say as, as members of, you know, the football or soccer community yeah. in America, and as, as, it's, as it's growing, especially in Austin, uh, we want to say that we condone any act of violence. Um, we went to the game in Houston this past week, and there was a lot of things that, that went wrong and i wish it could have been different yeah for sure. um but other than that uh i i know soccer is a very passionate sport yes and a lot of times we get heated even when we play you know right. a little pickup right. game but the one thing that i would always condemn is the act of going to hit somebody you can yell you can scream you can you know celebrate a goal you, you can know be mad yeah it doesn't matter but you cannot Go and be violent against another person. Right, right, and then and the whole thing it's 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 a um, a lot of it is just you know like we 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 want kids and, and families to come, and like we with us we have several kids that we show on the screens and there was a fights literally in front of those kids' faces. So we don't want that to ever happen. And and any anyone you know that's listening to this podcast, you know whether you you're from from Austin or you're from Houston. Like, I want you, you know, just to understand that violence is not the issue, like the, the way to resolve things. Yeah. Um, it should never be the way to resolve things. So. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I feel like um, soccer, it's, a, it's, a, it's about uh, playing together, being uh, together uh, as, as one. And, and, and when it comes to being uh, violent towards uh, other people that feel differently or, 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 or are chanting for another uh, team, I feel like um, that's, that's, there's no space for that in there. And, right. and, and, yeah, we definitely don't want none of that happening. Right, right. And, you know, I do want to give thanks to, to the organizers for La Murga and Los Verdes that they try to do the best they can to contain situations. Uh, some of the security in Houston wasn't doing it. But our, you know, the people that are in there, uh, they were able to de-escalate a lot of the things. But it, it could have been worse. Yes. Um, it could always be worse, especially when you have h- hundreds of people, you know, traveling. Um, but 
switching to the subject, for switching subjects, um, Edgar, can you share a little bit of, of your background? Um, where are you originally from? And and uh, just let them know how, how has life treated you when you moved to Austin? And then from there, we can jump into the conversation because, man, you guys are going to enjoy this one right here. <laughs> yep, listen up. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm from Mexicali, Baja California. That's where I was born. Um, I lived there till I was 12 years old. And then I, my parents moved me to uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, we got to a place where um, there wasn't a lot of Hispanics, a lot of Mexicans, a lot of Hispanics, I should say. Yeah. Latinos. General, Latinos. Mm -hmm. um, and my aunt lived about a block away from the school. And mm -hmm. they put me in school there. Um, and there was only about 10 Hispanics in that school. And everyone else was either white or black and uh, and um, they put us all 10 of us in one room and basically that's that was our, our classroom the whole day mm -hmm. um, we wouldn't come out for breakfast lunch or playtime you know as they mm -hmm. call it uh, that was our classroom we play there we learn there and that was it And I got really, really sick. Um, and um, I, I would go home. I had diarrhea. You know, my stomach was upset and I, I just couldn't do it. Um, one, because I didn't know the language. I, I didn't know how to communicate with other kids. Uh, the kids would make fun of us, would throw stuff at us. Uh, There was a lot of bullying. Mm -hmm. um, and I convinced my parents to go back to to Mexicali um, and they did my mom went back my dad stood here in LA uh, sorry not here <laughs> <laughs> but over there in, yeah, in yeah, LA yeah, yeah. I mean kind of a little <laughs> bit yeah, <laughs> turning into that right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so I I, um, <clears throat> I we went back uh, to uh, not Uh, my mom in 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 Mexicali, we used to. My mom was very creative uh, since the beginning. You know, we, we I used to help her sell tacos at a. Uh, it was like a health center or something like that, mm. um, and uh, on the weekends because I would go to school, you know. And uh, my dad was working in near San Francisco area, Soledad, California. Um, in the fields okay and um, and I mean I later my mom or my dad convinced my mom uh, that he was gonna come to LA and uh, and um, they convinced me to come back and it was me my brother and my sister um, and then we came back to to um, to LA and that's where I grew up uh, from 12 years old to um, about three years ago when I moved here to Austin. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was a lot of things happening be in between, but uh, I met my wife there in LA uh, and uh, we, we were struggling, you know, with money, everything so expensive over there. Right. Yeah. Um, we decided to make a move. Uh, one of the places was either Seattle or, um, 
uh, Seattle, uh, Oregon, or Austin, mm-hmm. you know, and we decided Austin. I mean, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. it just kept them, kept, kept on coming up uh, as the best city, young city, up and coming, mm-hmm. you know, and said, okay, well, let's, let's try that and see what happens. We didn't have no plans of a business. We don't have no plans of work. I didn't have a job. <laughs> she didn't have a job. We just rented a, we leased a, an apartment online, basically, and we just sold everything, TVs, beds, everything. We packed two little cars and drove over here with my 13-month-old baby. And that was three years ago, actually, on September 15. That's going to be three years. El, el grito. <laughs> yeah. el grito. It was yeah. independence right there. Yeah. Literally, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So September 15, it's going to be three years. Yeah. And I've been here, and that's that's how um, I came to Austin. You know, it was just the struggle in L.A., in a different state that is very expensive. Uh, beautiful weather. I love it. But I I don't see myself coming back to it. Did you, uh, did you live in, like, did you visit Texas before you moved here, or...? Right. So my daughter is in the Air Force. Okay. Uh, and she had graduated here in Lackland, San Antonio. Uh, so I came to see her graduation, uh, which I missed because I there was a miscommunication on days. <laughs> and I totally missed it. Oh, man. Uh, but, I, <laughs> but I hung out with her, you know, the next day. And, uh, and I'm... I'm She's listening to this. I'm so sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> was it like our last guest, Mike, my, uh, Mike Chavala? He was like, oh, man, I completely forgot. It was 7 Central, not uh, Pacific. Yeah. I'm like, yes, all right, dude. But that's, I mean, that's that's crazy. So when you were in California, you you know, from when you send us, uh, you your mom used to sell elotes, right? Uh, tamales. Tamales, okay. Yeah. And then they would get, because I know in California, I don't know about now, but back in the days, you would get a ticket, and then they would, like, take your food away. Right. So, like I said earlier, my mom was very creative uh, when it comes to surviving and making money and trying to make something. Uh, But uh, when we were younger, we we used to help my mom make tamales, and we used to go to Swamit, which is a flea market. Right, right. And we used to go there and park in the parking lot and open up a trunk mm-hmm. and be like, tamales, tamales, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, and my mom's tamales, I don't know about your mom, but my mom's tamales <laughs> <laughs> are amazing. They're the bomb, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so they're, they're amazing. Yeah. And uh, we, we actually, people used to look for us, man, just to buy us tamales, you know, buy tamales from us. Uh, and, um, and until we got caught yeah. by the police. Uh, I don't even know if they were police. I think they were just security guards. But anyways, they <laughs> maybe maybe police. I don't know what it was, what they were, but um, they caught us. Uh, they used to get our stuff and throw it on the floor or throw it straight on the trash. And uh, you know, it was a lot of hard work that we put into those tamales. Yeah, you know, just with to the go on the trash and yeah. everything, and uh, and the time, you know. And then we were there, and and. Uh, and it was a family selling tamales. Come on, yeah, 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 yeah. they're not selling drugs. Yeah, yeah. Tamales. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was my, it was my. I understand 
uh, health issues or whatever right. it is, but they were the freshest tamales. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> it's probably better than what you have in like yeah. fast food restaurants. And, and yeah. You know what? You go to somebody's house and then they offer you something, you eat it. That's exactly right. the same. It's yeah. the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's same like thing. going to my house and you, I'm giving you a tamal. You right. know? It's weird because like here in Austin, um, there's a lot of businesses or I deliver Chinese food and, and I see sometimes like the signs outside of the house like don't be soliciting unless you're selling tamales. Yeah. yeah. And, like here in Austin everybody wants to buy a, like a tamale especially during the winter time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well my like the reason why because whenever I lived in California I lived in Anaheim for three years. Oh cool. And then we had to sell tamales the first two years that we lived there. Oh, and it was like tamales uh, and elotes in a shopping cart uh-huh. and then with the horn and my dad would be like tamales elotes oh really yeah so oh wow yeah it, it was uh, back then I, I was pretty like ashamed of it because I'm like man everybody uh-huh. everybody in, in school would be like ay valde los tamales you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and for me it was just like everybody's dad has a really like regular job and my dad yeah, yeah. is selling tamales it's but a, it's a mental thing yeah you know and it, it, it uh like like yourself, uh, if you don't go far enough, you know, uh, then oh shit, like that, I know that kid from my class, <laughs> yeah. you know, damn it. Uh, but we we went we went a little far, and I re- really didn't care. Yeah, you know who will see me, uh, and I was helping my parents, you know, um, and uh, but 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 it was it was it was it was hard to to see my parents go through that, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, but to us, it was my, my brother was playing around over there. My sister was playing with their dolls over here, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And my parents were trying to make money for, yeah. you know, to, to, to bring food to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Make a living. Um, and, and that's what, that's what actually, that's how we survived. You know, uh, until my dad got a different job and started making money. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's one of those things that here now every every winter my mom sells, mm-hmm. so I take pre orders and then I go usually twice they're twice really a good. year, right? Yeah, or really good. Actually, from from Thanksgiving all the way to like New Year's, I go about about a good three times to to Houston uh-huh. or Galveston, and then go, you know, place it. Uh-huh. The, pre- the pre-order go pick it up and then c- bring wow. it over here and you get here to austin to austin and i come back with like a lot of like coolers full of tamales from people that want to order okay so let me take that back when i said <laughs> my mom's tamales <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. let me know when i can put it in my order yeah. <laughs> all right man. so yeah i mean it was funny because like whenever i saw the thing like oh man that, i mean but it's a, it's a like in a situation where you have to sell it's especially the cops in california like in anaheim like Disney was paying, you know, a good amount to the city to clean it oh, up. Oh yeah. So a lot of that intel taking uh, taking away, you know, stuff that the illegal people had. Like mm-hmm. back, like in the back in the days, it was it was my case, and it was like it was stupid because they are all about inclusiveness and this and that. Right. But then there's this dark side of Disney that they they want they wanted to clean up the crime. Right. Right. And they thought illegals were the crime like no dude we're actually contributing you, yeah. you put us to work in your park it's gonna be clean every week yep like stuff like that yeah it it, it uh it, they don't see that you right. know uh like if you go to a soccer game in the park 
at the park mm-hmm. and you know see all these hispanics when they leave they pick everything up they, they don't leave trash yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> right. you know uh, i mean i'm not saying no just hispanics but i'm saying you know anybody and everybody uh maybe has the respect to clean after themselves mm-hmm. uh you know but uh but yeah like you said if they put mexicans or hispanics around Disneyland, they'll make a lot of money. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so any, any um, besides, you know, the work that, you know, we're going to get into on how you became yeah. a barber. And you, yeah. Any, any uh, fun facts or any, any hobbies that you have? Uh, fun facts. And don't say, no, I don't have any. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm playing. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, fun facts. Fun facts. Let's see. I, I like to joke around, man. I, I, uh. I like to be, I like to laugh, uh, and I laugh as, uh, you know, whenever I can. Yeah. I joke, I, I just want to hear a joke. And I, sometimes I, I'm on my car and I put like the comedy channel, you know, just <laughs> to laugh, <laughs> you know, on, on jokes and stuff. But, um, that's not a fun fact. That's just what I like to do. Right? I mean, that's a fun, uh, that's I mean, a fun fact though. Cause it is because you like to listen to, yeah. Yeah. to, to jokes yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Have you ever listened to the podcast from the comedians in Mexico? Yes. Yeah, which yeah, ones? I, I mean, I look at all the Instagram. Uh, yeah. I mean, what's that one guy from uh, Culiacán or not Culiacán? Uh, Franco Escamilla. Yes, that dude. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so yeah. funny, dude. Or La Cotorriza. I would say the, the pandemic helped, uh, like, the La Cotorriza, I believe they helped a lot of people come out of, like, crazy stuff through the yeah. pandemic because... A lot of it was just like, they, they were just like, man, we're in the same place. So here's all this, <laughs> this black, dark jokes that we're going to say. So take it as you want. I got to, I got to watch it. I, yeah. I haven't watched uh, a lot of those. I just watched the clips on Instagram. Yeah. I, you know, but they just have me laughing, <laughs> laughing. We're going to send them to Cesarino. <laughs> yeah. just, you're going to crack. Where is, after we're done, we're done here, we're going to send you the link. You're cool. going to be cracking up. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, hobbies. Um, I used to play soccer. Yeah. That was my hobby. I played soccer since I was in Mexicali. Um, all the way up to, man, before I came to Austin three years ago, um, the last tournament that I, I played for, uh, it was an indoor tournament. Uh, and I played with my, my buddies from high school and we, we actually won a thousand dollars. What? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, but then after that, I just became old and I just can't move anymore. <laughs> hey man, just do some yoga and you'll <laughs> yeah. get it back. The body will adjust. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I believe it. Yeah. We, we play. We're, still, we're still going hard. Um, yeah, we will. Well, I'm saying we're going hard, and I just got injured. Uh, this past we Friday. get injured oh, like wow. every other yeah, week. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, I've been putting a lot of pressure in, uh, to my muscles because it, I usually just play like two, three times per week, uh-huh. and lately I've been doing like five or six days a week that I've been playing, playing like soccer, soccer, yeah, full games, not full games, but uh, cascaritas, oh, okay, cascaritas, okay, okay, okay. and then. Fridays and Sundays, I have real games, yeah, and um, yeah, just this past, well, it was Thursday, actually, when Thursday. it started, I felt like a little pinch on my leg, and uh, I just stopped playing, I was like, oh, I, I can feel it, you know, yeah. and I, then that was that, and then I went to play Friday, and boom, right got there, worse. yeah, it got worse, and I, I hate I, it when I get injured, man. that's the thing, <laughs> now you just have to wait, and, and, you know, until you can play again, and it's just, 
you you don't come back the same too. You you, you lose everything that you had. Yeah. And, and you have to like yeah. rework to to yeah. get it again. And then so. they put someone else there. And then <laughs> yeah. They take your position. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's like same here, dude. Like injuries too. Same. I'm coming out of one that is like it started bothering this week, but I mean I'm good. But it's just like when you're after 35, your body doesn't. Yeah. Your body doesn't, doesn't act the same. Yeah, doesn't act the same. What positions do you guys play? Man, you play. I'm a, I'm a midfield, but I can play forward and uh, I can do uh, some left mid too. Okay. But I'm center mid. Cool. That's my position. Man, pretty much whatever they put me, dude. <laughs> like, like literally, like in you know, a goalie, and there's nobody who wants to play, I'm like, I'll play. He has played I mean, goalie man. for us before. Yeah. You're. you're you're a badass. Nah. <laughs> I I I played goalie once in my life, and they scored like three goals in ten seconds. <laughs> oh wow! It was my dad's team. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, dad. <laughs> nah, and I think a lot of it is just because I try to stay active, so I, I can hang, you know, for an hour. But after an hour, like, um, my legs won't, won't give the oh, same. Okay. For yeah. a good hour, I can still like. You know, cold. But after that, it's like, nah. You know, when I was the best shape after high school, the best shape I was in was when I was doing CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, a lot of Cleans, legs. Yeah. yeah, a lot of legs. A lot of, uh, um, oh, my God, I just forgot the word. <laughs> um, but anyways, I would do a lot of leg workout. Yeah. And I did, um, you know, soccer. I did Spartan races, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did uh, trail running in the mountains of Malibu and other places. Um, I did those, and it was, I didn't get hurt. I was strong, and, you know, and then when I would play soccer, I was really strong. I, I think I felt the strongest ever in my life. Even when I played soccer in high school, in high school, I was. Nyango, you know, you know what that means, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flaco, Nyango. Scrunny, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was super strong. Nyango. <laughs> agregando, <laughs> agregando vocabulario para el podcast. No es lo que dice mi abuelita cuando, back in the day, está bien Nyango, está bien. Now we get along, we look. <laughs> yeah, so in high school I was super skinny, and um, but but after when I when I was doing that, I, I felt really really strong um and when i got here my wife used to be like hey why don't you go play soccer i'm like i don't know nobody here but sure i'll find a, a league whatever i found a league online and i was putting my name in you, you know one of those things where you just put in your info mm -hmm. so that they could call you any team could call you right to, uh -huh, play, to, to, you, to play with them yeah, to, to play with them, them. Mm -hmm. and uh and i was doing it and i got to the last button to press to send it and I turned around and I said, "Are you, you know, are you sure you could do this?" And she's like, "I don't know. Can you do it?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not gonna press this." <laughs> You're like, and "No, I, yeah." And, and I didn't do it. You know, yeah. I didn't do it. But Man, I mean, there's all there's other thing. I mean, you can, you don't have to really play in a competitive yeah. league. You can you know, always go to a pickup soccer or yeah, you know, I I wanted to do that. Yeah. It just I'm and then also time yeah. like with work and all that I, I bet that yeah, yeah. It, it's it's you know I I'm back to uh, being a barber I, mm -hmm. I I work on my business for five days a week mm -hmm. you know um, then I okay 
Can I tell my day? Just how it <laughs> yeah, goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell so, us how that day goes. So I wake up at 4.15 every day. Mm-hmm. I try to. Dang. <laughs> That's the time I'm going to sleep I'm sometimes. Still sleeping, man, at that time. <laughs> I wake up at 4.15. I get up. I get ready. Drink some water. I uh, drink my pre-workout. I drink uh, more water. And then I work as... Uh, I, I wait half an hour for my pre-workout to start working, which is, you know, five, around 5.30. Mm-hmm. And then 5.30, start working out till 6.30. Um, sorry, I missed the times. I start working out at five o'clock in the morning. Okay, <laughs> and then I ended up, I end up at six in the morning. And then my son wakes up. And then I have to take care of him because maybe my wife wants to sleep because she's waiting, been waking up with my son yeah. at night. Anyways, I help her uh, keep him breakfast, get him ready for school, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I have to take him to school. Sometimes I don't, but then I go to work. I go in at 9. From 9 to 4 o'clock, I work. Uh, most of the time I'm busy. Actually, all the time I'm busy. So I'm always like haircuts, beard trims, whatever it is, mm-hmm. till 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock hits. I have to clean up everything because I have to pick up my kids at 5 o'clock. I go pick them up, mm-hmm. and then I have to rush home so we can have dinner. And then we get have dinner. At that time, my son is kind of getting cranky, uh, my 9-month-old baby. Mm-hmm. is getting cranky, and then he um, goes to sleep at 7 then I have to go put up my put my four year old to sleep at around seven thirty. Start reading bookies, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then eight o'clock hits. Um, he's not asleep. Nine o'clock hits. Sometimes he's not asleep, oh, and man. you know, sometimes I get frustrated, so I get out and I tell my wife, "Can you help me?" And, then, <laughs> and sometimes, uh, sometimes I just fall asleep, yeah. and he falls asleep with me, and then I wake up the next day at the same time. Dang. And, and then repeat. I do it all over again. Repeat. Yeah. So it it's just nonstop. Mm-hmm. Nonstop. And uh and that's why I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm tired. And sometimes I I say, you know what, today I'm not gonna work out. And I fall asleep and then at five thirty, six o'clock, my little one wakes up and then I gotta wake up. Yeah. Around the, at that time, you know. But uh it, it it's uh my day it's really long, really fast, and I have to be on it all the time or else, you know, if 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 I don't leave my house at 8 o'clock, I'm late. You won't make it to work. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so um, if I don't leave my work at 4.30, then I'm late to pick up my kids, yeah. you know? So it's always, like, always it's timing, moving. Always, timing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's super, super super busy and that's why i don't i don't play soccer yeah no i understand <laughs> I, I wish i could and one day i might just for le- for the heck of it on sunday or uh, yeah. saturday you know um just because i really really miss it yeah i really miss soccer soccer was my life um you know we won uh, the championship in high school and uh that was my ma- that my big thing you know and mm-hmm. i was gonna go to college um, I played, I went to the, you know, when they do the college, uh, like, uh, uh, what is Try it called? Tryouts. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I, I went to East LA College <laughs> and um, and I tried out and I played with them and blah, blah, blah. And then my wife, well, my, my, my ex-wife uh-huh. um, told me she was pregnant with my first child. And um, that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
from there on was like, okay, now you got to provide. Yeah. Right? You got to mm-hmm. provide for the for your family. You got to put food on the table and you got to go work. And I went to go do valet parking. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And, and then, uh, man, work. I mean, you're the owner of a business now. Yes. And uh, what's the name of the business? It's called Old Soul Barbershop. Okay. And we have two locations, one in the east side and one in South Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've been in business. Uh, east side location started back in June 2019. Mm-hmm. And the South Lamar location, I just opened it uh, opened it in February of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, brand new. Brand new, yes. We have four people working at South Lamar and four people working at the east side location. Including you. Including myself, yeah. and I jump around from shop to shop. Mm-hmm. I go f- uh, from to the east side location two days, then I go to the Salomar location three more days. Mm-hmm. That's my five days. Mm-hmm. Um, we also hired a front desk person. We're looking for a second uh, de- uh, front desk person. So if anybody's looking for a job, mm-hmm. <laughs> hit me call him up. up. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> hey, if you need a, a job, yeah, I staff. Yeah. What? Um, how was whenever you you first. Uh, you, because you, you're a barber and the owner, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to manage and work yes, the the seat. Yes, um, we had two guests, yeah, Cisco, did. who he owns his own barbershop, yeah. but it's, you know he has a rental at at uh, Salon Loft, mm-hmm. and then Abel, he's the owner, but he's not a barber. But not you're much. pretty much running up, you're running the barber with people that work for you. Um, how was how was uh the, the the part of being a barber? How 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 did it did it jump to your mind? When was when did you make that decision of you know what I want to go to barber school and I want to be able to do this? Yeah, so I uh, worked in the garment industry in Los Angeles, California, for about nineteen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the garment industry is very cutthroat, and they don't eat you; they lay you off, right? So uh, when I was working for this uh, one of the companies, I my mom was a hairstylist, uh, and so she, sorry, go back to that. Uh, my mom was a hairstylist, mm-hmm. and she had told me, like, hey, you know how to cut hair, blah, blah, blah. Because back in high school, I used to cut my own hair, and I used to cut my friend's hair and my yeah. brother's. Um, but I didn't know how to cut the top of the hair. So I would always bother my mom for her to cut the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I always thought that it was never like a profitable business. It was just a hobby. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I put myself through school because I decided that hey, maybe I use it one day, and uh, you know, just to put it in the back burner and see if I ever use it. Mm-hmm. Um, until I got laid off again for the second time, and then I uh, went to work work for this other company that I really really hated. And I said, you know what, I, I, I got to put this to work. Mm-hmm. So I, I started at this barbershop where um, I, they gave me a couple of days to, to start. And then I went from there. I, I mean, it, it, the decision was because if I ever want to use it, that's it. It, it. And it was just uh, like a, it was like a, What's it called? Like, uh, everybody wanted to be a barber at that time. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a barber. So everybody wanted to go to school, blah, blah, blah. But nobody was doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was, a you know, the cool thing to do. And so I found the school and told two of my friends, and then they went to the same school, and now all three of us are barbers, but they're barbers in California, and I'm, I'm a barber here. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the decision was because, hey, maybe one day I'll use it. But I never thought I would ever, ever use it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, like starting your own business and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, know, I never, never, I never, mm-hmm. never, never had uh, uh, to be like, oh, yeah, one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up my shop mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this. I'm like, no, it was just more like survival. This is what I'm going to do. And then every time I would cut somebody's hair, they will give me $15, you know? And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Hey, and. Two hours, I, I made some money. thirty dollars, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, you know, um, at that barber shop that I was, I started with uh, three of the barbers quit, so I was the only barber working. So basically, I was cutting everybody, and at the end of the week, I was getting twelve twelve hundred dollars a week, you know. So I was yeah. like, hey, I'm making good money, go. yeah, you know. That's exactly what you were right. winning, yeah, right. So, um, but uh, it it, uh, it took a while. Because I didn't know how to really cut hair. Um, I feel like any barber that starts in this career, it takes them about three to five years to really know how to cut hair, Mm -hmm. to really know how to figure out different textures, different head shapes, different bone structures, different, you know, um, everything. And, uh, And everything is just experience, and it's just doing it over and no. over and over again. Repetition. And that's the thing. It's crazy how you say that because, I mean, for us, for me, it's like a haircut, it's a haircut, right? You, yeah. you really don't think about oh, everything that you said right now, like, mm-hmm. you know, the bone shape, the head, and all that. <laughs> that. No, I go there and I get a haircut and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. But he, 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 there's a lot into it, you know? Yeah. And and just like any other job, I think, like, practice makes makes you good, you know? Yeah, practice makes perfect, like yeah. they say. Yeah. Right? So the more you do it, like me, I, I didn't know how to cut uh, uh, African American hair, hair. Mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and but I put myself in the position in a shop where there was a lot of African Americans. So the first day that I started at that shop, I told the well in my interview, I told the owner, "Hey, I just don't know how to cut black people's <laughs> yeah. hair." Yeah, and I. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll teach you. That's uh-huh. good. And I said, are you sure? He's like, yes, don't worry. The first day I had eight people. <laughs> like, God. Yeah, hey, that's how you, you know, you have to swim or yeah. you, you die. Yeah, exactly. Either you swim or you. That's your test right there. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I did that and, and, um, but I started getting more comfortable, more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I didn't fully learn at that shop. Uh, I actually learned here in Austin mm-hmm. to cl- cut black people's hair more okay. yeah. than what I learned in, in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, it, it, that gave me the foundation, right, to kind of sort of know how to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got here, I, 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 was, I, I learned from other people, watching other people. Mm-hmm. And my wife was still, 
get mad at me because I will be on my phone all the time watching videos <laughs> and like I gotta learn. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> learn, you know. And uh and she oh, I go travis in the telephone. <laughs> I was like, yeah, again in the phone. You know, but uh oh by the way, my, my wife doesn't speak Spanish, but <laughs> oh, but that one she learned. But she learned what to what say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh but yeah, and then managing the business is hard. Yeah. It's hard because it, it pulls you different direct in different directions and uh, you have different personalities. Uh, you have, um, you know, b- basically you become an HR manager rather than, than a barber, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, which I don't mind it because mm-hmm. I did HR before. <laughs> I don't mind it, but, but my love is barbering, right? Mm-hmm. My, my, my love is cutting hair. So sometimes I need to, like, I put people in my shops to like be in charge, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know you're in charge of this shop, you're in charge of that shop. So whoever's gonna uh, has a problem or whatever, they're gonna come to you. Mm-hmm. They don't. They still come to me. <laughs> <laughs> they still come to me. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I just. Uh, uh, I think I found myself, uh, uh, I guess, uh, getting used to the idea that this is my job, that I have to do the barbering and I have to do the other side of the business too. Yeah. You know, and I have my wife. My wife helps me a lot. That's good. A lot. She's 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 the other. She's the better brain, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's the better brain, and she she helps me a lot. And we we both make decisions uh, for the business for to better the business mm-hmm. at all times. That sounds uh, good. Yeah. I don't make a decision without calling her and asking yeah, her. Good. She doesn't answer. Yeah. I don't make the decision. That's good. Go. That's good. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and that's smart. With, yeah. <laughs> and, and same way for her. Yeah. Right. Know? So, um, but it, it, you know, the business we always try to make it better. We always try to make it fun in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to take care of our own um, because we we pay really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. We're, we're a, a percentage shop. Uh, we're not a boot rental. And yeah. There's just two different types yeah. of right, shops. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and, but we pay really good. And I think what people that we have now are happy with what they have. Some of them take it for granted, but mm-hmm. hey, it's just people, you know, and that's the people take it however they want. And, right. you know, and hopefully one day they'll recognize that, hey, man, I have it good here. Yeah. <laughs> So when you moved to, sorry to interrupt, when you moved yeah. like to, to Austin, mm-hmm. you moved like pretty much without nothing. So then you found a barbershop yeah. and you were telling us that you started pretty much building stuff. A lot of this stuff, you don't know, you didn't even know like mm-hmm. what to do. So you had to learn on the spot. Like when it comes, not the barbering part, the barbering part you got this, uh, but the, the part of putting the business together. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, I worked at this shop for a few months and then I went to, on to, uh, open up my own. But when we opened, uh, it was just, it was dark in there. We were actually basically cutting hair in a, in a, in a garage, basically, you know, without lights, like these lights are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Hyperware. If you're listening to boss, thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
but um, my lights. Okay, so if you don't know anything about lights, there's a, a thirty. I had bulbs, light bulbs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there were thirty two hundred uh, kelvins, right? Mm-hmm. I needed five thousand kelvins. Dang, you know. So when I put thirty two hundred kelvins, like it was super dark. It's like that light right there, you know. And it was super dark, and we're like. How do I take this line out? How do I take this? I can still see that line, but how do I take it out? And lighting for us is very important. Super important because that's what you see, you know, the fade and you see a line and we always look at the mirror and make sure that there's no lines and the mirror never lies. Right. So um, that's the thing about, um, but anyways, but uh, the lighting is very important. So, when we started, it was very dark. The the the, the stations were like a board, a, a ten inch by ten feet board with pipes. Uh, you know those those metal pipes. Metal pipes. Yeah. yeah, and then you could see the wires in the back. <laughs> oh my god, it was just so bad. Oh, anyways, uh, when we started, uh, Abel actually, uh, friend of mine, he he uh, he lent me one of the chairs. Nice. And uh, his chair was a. Uh, um, it was a salon chair. Yeah. And I had, we had like 250 plus people sitting there oh, and man. it was like, they, and it was like rounds. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> getting a haircut. And, uh, it was the first day. Thank God. Uh, the next day we got our chairs and that's good, you know, but, uh, it, it was really, really, really tough. Um, and we started with two people, me and George, mm-hmm. um, my barber. That it's it's in the East Side location, and um, and then we, but hey, but we had a nice couch for people to sit. <laughs> you know, the, 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 were, were nice you getting the haircut? Yeah, but the couch, <laughs> yeah, that's where it's sad. The couch was the amazing part, <laughs> and the beer that we had in the refrigerator. Oh, there, you go. there you go, free beer, yeah, free beer. Yeah, yeah. We, so. Um, People used to come and drink a beer, sit there at the couch, and mm-hmm. wait for us to cut their hair. And it was it was it was amazing, but it was really tough to start. It, it was nothing what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm thinking about moving it to a bigger place because we don't fit. Wow. So you know, that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's evolving. Yeah, business are good, <clears throat> and it's crazy because you said you had to do well. You did some chart work. You did some other type of works that, that in 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 reality helped you become a business owner in a way, simply because you learned the way HR was handling things and doing payroll and stuff like that, and uh, you managed to learn that. And now, that helped you when you uh, created your own business. Yeah. So being in the in in the corporate corporate world, mm-hmm. uh, you learn things. You you learn structure, you know. And uh, and I try to have structure, but it goes always goes back to my wife. She's the one that <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> but she she uh, yeah. But uh, we always go with what she says. Yeah. So, but she's she's also. Um, very smart. Uh, she, um, I, man, if I don't know anything, I go to her, uh, you know, and she's always like has 
a way of explaining mm-hmm. uh, to me like what we need to do or how it's going to work and how and it, it, sometimes I don't believe it sometimes <laughs> I'm like no how, that's not going to work like how yeah. are we going to do that no but then she explains it to me and I'm like oh that's gonna work (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um and it also goes back to like she always she she has that respect to ask me all the time she just doesn't make decisions as well yeah so she always has that respect to come back and say honey we're gonna do this we're gonna do that blah blah blah. what do you think do you approve it Mm mm-hmm makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey, let's, I approve let's do it. it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, uh, you were talking earlier, you had to build your, your front desk oh, stand yeah. out of a pallet, right? Man, I wish I had a picture of that. Uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I never built anything in my life. <laughs> uh, and, but you know, my dad was very crafty. My dad was like, he always looked for something uh, I mean, to the point where he was changing his own engines and his cars. But um, I decided to make my f- own front desk out of pallets. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there I go. I went to go pick up pallets at different businesses and people would just look at me like, what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> and I'm like with the hammer and a, you know, thing right there just trying to un- undo the pallets. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I, I need this pallet. They're for free, right? And it's like, yeah, they're free. Yeah. He's like, but why are you undoing them? I'm like, well, first of all, they don't fit in my little car right here. <laughs> Second of all, I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a bar yeah. you know, off of them. And they're like, a bar? It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, why don't you take a picture and bring it back? You know, <laughs> like trying to make fun of me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I made that pallet and uh, it looked really good. It was very super sturdy. And my wife makes fun of me because she said it wasn't, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it done, though. Yeah, I got it done. And it was, uh, you know, the pallets. I mean, we still, so to this day, our front desk has pieces of that pallet. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because we kept it as uh-huh. memory. You yeah. Know, like that's that's, from, that's our pretty pa- cool. from our front desk. But, yeah, it was it was a tough monster, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Again, it's just it's like we were talking about it earlier. A lot of the times, you know, situations drive you to learn things, mm-hmm. and like for our, personally, you know, a lot of the stuff. I mean, I didn't know how to do certain things, and my wife would be like, "Hey, you want to do this?" I'm like, you're gonna have to give me at least two weeks to understand to learn at first understand. what I'm about to do, yeah. and then over time, it, things get easier. But it's always it's one of those things that. And I, and I think, like, life in general, you know, whenever, even in a job, like, whenever you you put yourself in a situation where, okay, there's this position, you know, you you're you want a promotion, you want something. And like you were saying earlier, when you're honest and tell people, hey, I don't know how to do this, but if you teach me, mm-hmm. I'm going to learn. Yeah. A lot of the times we don't like to, we, we don't like to feel vulnerable on situations like that. Uh, and we miss out on opportunities, especially Latinos, for example, you know. Uh, yeah, we're the ones that don't read the instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's that, it's that culture that, that we have, you know, that right. we know how to do things, right? Yeah. But, but but a lot of the times yeah. it's just it's just like we, we, we're afraid of feeling like we have to ask for help or we have to, we're like, no, nah, no, nah. like our pride kind of gets on the way. Mm. 
mm-hmm. even for myself at times. And it's it's a little bit where, you know, you have to learn how to let go and just be, let let go and let be. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hard-headed sometimes. And I, I, I'm the person that opens up that fan and there's instructions in there. And nope. I put it together and I, you know, I, I didn't I need them. Yeah, I don't, I don't need the instructions. I'm just going to put it on. But it, it, it's, um, uh, it's that Mexican pride of me. You know, my, my background is that way. And, uh, and I try to do, um, everything on my own. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know? Yeah. Right. And if one doesn't work, like it's fine. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's yeah, not the end of the world. Yeah. It'll be okay. Uh, and, and we freak out. We're like, if something doesn't work, like, oh man, like, no, there's always a solution. I mean, there's always uh, something that, you know, like, especially as a business owner, you have to learn how to deal with problems. But a lot of times it takes a while to, to resolve. Yeah. Um, so when I started, I hired the more I hire people, the more I started to be more lenient, more understanding. Um, I was running my shop a certain way and that's the way I wanted it to run, you know? And, uh, and at times I, I think, and I'm whoever's listening and worked for me before, I'm sorry (laughs) 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 if I was hard on you, (laughs) but you know, my shop is really small. Yeah. You know, really small. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it was a, an apartment mm-hmm. and basically I have a kitchen on the side and, 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 you know, I had guys leaving their Tupperwares in there, you know, and, and why? <laughs> yeah. Like, no man, like people come in, this is the first, first impression, you know, yeah. when you come into a business, like, you know, you come in you're like, look at those guys are eating on top of that, you know, like, Oh man, like be clean, you know? And, and, uh, that's another thing I have with my shops. Like I barbers come in. Um, I'm sorry. When barbers leave at the end of the day, uh, they clean up their, their stations. They clean everything up. They they don't leave anything on top of the station. Mm -hmm. Uh, because especially on the East side, there's people walking through the windows or by the windows and they look inside, mm-hmm. you know, and if they see a mess, who's going to want to go into a business yeah. if it's a mess, yeah. you know, um, I, I, I don't, I just, I like it to be clean. People look in there and be like, Oh shoot. Like, yeah, this, this place is clean. Yeah. I should mm-hmm. get a haircut here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's sanitary. It's clean. It's, it's, you know, it, it looks cool, you know, so I'm going to get a haircut here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's how we attract also people. Um, and then when they, during the day, when they come in to work, they could put anything they want on top of it, yeah. you know, um, except for stickers on my, on my mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, I, it's just a certain way, a certain look I like, and I wanted to keep it that way, you know, uh, it, it, and it's not for me, it's not because, oh no, por me you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the way I want yeah. you to do it. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's for, for you, for the clients, the clients that are looking into, into our business, you know, and they, they have an expectation. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, um, 
they have a vision of where they come. They want to belong, you know, that that's the type of business that I want, right. you know? And if one day we, you know, raise prices and we want to charge more money, well, then they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you're they gonna deserve be able to it. Deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, clean. They always keep it clean, so. And that's, that's like uh, one of those things that when you walk into a barbershop, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about experience, especially in the barbershop. Uh, when you walk in and you walk out, how's the process? Uh, luckily, like I've found some, you know, like Cisco, this is my barber. Mm-hmm. Cisco, shout out. <laughs> cool haircut. Yeah, yeah. thank you. No, actually, this one I did on my own. Oh. <laughs> but that one before, I follow his line. I've been getting, I, I got my clippers at home, and I just got to have a haircut every week. Like, he sees me, like, I can't, yeah. I cannot go, like, that, like it's weird, because once I see, like, because I have thin hair, so it feels like I'm balding. Uh, so if I keep it clean, then it's good. Uh, so that's, that's just the thing that, like, I have to stay clean every week. <laughs> like, I just, and it also helps me relax, too, yeah. you know. Um, but for me, it's, Whenever I was looking for a barber, I've always wanted the experience. Mm-hmm. And I think as the barber industry started changing, I saw, I noticed that in the, I would say, early, early, to the early 2010s, when barbers became more of not just, oh, a barbershop where you go and get a buffet and stuff, mm-hmm. but you walk in and it's actually kind of like a, like a club, you know, and, and the the pictures and then Instagram and social media helped out. So you can see a lot more of what people were doing. And for me, it was always like, man, I want to walk in this place that you just feel like you still feel like as a man, you want to feel like yeah, you belong, you want, you belong there. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I, I, I wanted to, to have. Mm-hmm. And luckily, you know, like the places I've, I've gone, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like that, what you're saying you have to like when you people you let your employees or people that work for you let them know like why you're doing things mm-hmm. then i feel like they'll appreciate it more right yeah um yeah you go to my shop and everybody's gonna say hi to you everybody's yeah. like, what's up hey what's up hey yeah. how you doing hey do you have an appointment mm-hmm. everybody's gonna say that to you yeah because that's the vibe that's the attitude that we have inside the shop and 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 i i I went to a shop mm-hmm. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to go to barber shops to get a hair to get haircuts before I was a, a barber. A, a barber. Uh, so when I, I walk in into this old school barber shops, they don't say nothing to you. Just right. sit there and like until somebody, one of the barbers says next, then we're like, yeah. uh, I'm next. You yeah. know, and then you walk into the chair and get a haircut. Um but all that has changed, yeah. you know, all that has changed. Now I feel like men are, uh, they want to be pampered. They want to be taken care of. They want to, you know, they want to feel uh, not so much like a salon, but close to it, yeah. you know, because, hey, if my wife is going to a salon and spending $350 for <laughs> right? hours, yeah. like, you know, um, but you know, in our shops, you know, you, you get a hot towel, you get a, you know, you get a, uh, you know, a massage, you know, and, and, and shoulders, a slight massage, you know, it's not like a full body massage right. or anything like that. You know, <laughs> that was uh, like a turn it. <laughs> no, so, so, so people get, uh, some people are like, what massage? No, you know, very yeah, macho, yeah. you know, you but feel weird about yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, 
But it's not like that, you know. Yeah. It's, we have like those tarragon thingies, you know, and like thirty seconds, boom, 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 boom. It feels good. How much yeah. you pay for each? <laughs> uh, those are expensive. <laughs> yeah. No. So we found a deal on Amazon for okay. us. Well, the one I bought the first time was sixty bucks. Okay. I bought it for a hundred bucks, and we don't have like super expensive ones. Yeah, and yeah. I told my, my my guys like, hey, don't buy expensive ones. Just buy a thirty, forty dollar one. That, yeah. It's on Amazon, and they'll that'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so, yeah, uh, you get that experience, you know, you get that experience as in like you come into my shop, you belong, mm-hmm. you come into my shop that somebody says hi to you. Somebody's going to say, ask you if you have an appointment. If you're not having an appointment, then are you walking in and then we'll check for you, you know, if you, when do we have spots available, mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of rare at the east side location. So Lamar location is a little bit more open yeah, um, because it's new. You know, I just opened it in February. So um, a lot of people are barely getting to know it, getting to know where it's at, getting to know that it's there, um, you know, but I... You know the people that I have there. I I uh, I um, I hired them because you know for a reason, right? Because mm-hmm. right. they were good. So mm-hmm. um, I I put my trust in them a hundred and ten percent with my business, and and uh, because I'm not there a hundred percent, but I trust them with everything. I give them a key, you know, and here's your shop. That's good. You know, right? Here's your shop, and mm-hmm. take care of it like it's yours. You know. And that's it. You know, everything else, I just cross my fingers and hope. <laughs> Hopefully everything, you know, nothing breaks. Okay, yeah. How yeah. about, um, like, whenever you were talking about earlier, uh, when you open up your second shop, can you share the part or the timing of how it was open? Oh, so <clears throat> so the that shop, the second shop, uh we opened it in February, but before that, in November, my wife was pregnant, and uh, she she we were expecting our second child, and um, and I took a week, actually two weeks off. But mm-hmm. the first week, my wife was like, "Hey, why don't we go and look around and see if we could find a spot to open?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Are you sure you're pregnant?" Like, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And I said, all right, cool. We talked to a realtor that gave us a list of all the places that were open. And we went to, we went all the way to Cedar Park to look at a place. And mm-hmm. we didn't like it because it was so far. Yeah. <laughs> to us, was so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when nah, I it heard is far. a guy yeah. from LA say it's too far. No. <laughs> 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 but Cedar Park, it is far. It's kind of far. Well, yeah, yeah, it is pretty, pretty, pretty but north It's only west. like 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We're not, we're not traffic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, but it was well, far for us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then we didn't like it. Then we came down through, you know, downtown and we saw a couple of places and we didn't like them. And the last place was this place, this place I had looked at before I opened up the first one. And, but the places that I looked at, there was a, apparently they told me that one car crashed into the window and crashed through the wall of another business. So basically he took down two businesses (laughs) (laughs) 
And, man, uh, hopefully the business got insurance with yeah. the car, man. And so, <laughs> and I hope nobody got injured. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so when we were getting out, well, yeah, hopefully nobody got yeah, no. <laughs> So we're pulling out. Um, I saw a big sign, a green sign, and I said, oh, shit, look at that. It's right there. Yeah. And so I turned around, and we looked at it, and my, my wife was barely walking, right, because she had a baby. She was going to have it the week after. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so um, we called the office. The office was like, yeah, we could show it to you right now. You're at the, you here? And it's like, yeah, we're in front of the place. Like, come and open it. <laughs> like, literally, right now. <laughs> yeah, open it, you know. And like, oh, well, with COVID, you're going to have to come and get the key and go over there and open oh, it yourself. Blah, blah. Hey, yeah, whatever, I'll go get it. So I went to go get it. I opened it, and it was like, a three-bedroom apartment, <laughs> you know? And I was like, damn, it's big. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But what am I going to do with it, you know? And um, and so I went back to the leasing office and said, hey, so I want it. Mm-hmm. Take my deposit right now. I want it. But can I knock down that wall, that wall? And can I do this? Can I build another wall over here? Can I do this? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Dang. Cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good. Here's that's my it. deposit. Take yeah. it right now. Yeah. And uh, a week later, we went to the hospital, had my second kid, and um, had to come back for the keys because, you know, they didn't have the keys ready. They didn't have the apartment ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then they called us. Uh, they took them a while. So they called us like... Uh, a week before New Year's, and they're like, hey, can you come pick up the keys on December 31st? I'm like, December 31st? What are you talking about? <laughs> and, oh, come back then the day before. All right, cool. So we went to go pick up the keys. And, um, um, December 23rd. Sorry. Yeah, December. Wait, that was Christmas. What am I talking about? <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> uh, December 30th. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> uh, and then, and then we got the keys, and and we had planned to open up a shop once uh, every year, one every mm-hmm. year, uh, and we barely made it to that you know, second yeah. year. You know, opening another um, one. Yeah, but COVID kind of backed us up a little bit. COVID was tough, mm-hmm. you know, tough, and we had to shut down for eight weeks. To us, mm-hmm. it was a long time. And I know other states were closed for longer. Right. So I could just imagine how bad it was for them. Mm-hmm. You know? And we were basically lucky to be only closed for eight weeks. That's what uh, Abel was saying. Uh, the, the part of mm-hmm. being in a red state, like I don't want to get into politics right now, but <laughs> that, that kind of helped on, on people, things getting open quicker than other states. Yes. I mean, I come from a blue state, right? Yeah. And... Um, but to me, like you said, I don't want to get into politics, but what what works, why change it? Right. To me. Right, right. You know? And as a as a business owner, I I I loved it that yeah, they were yeah. only closed for eight weeks, you know, and I had to go out I, I was able to go back and make money and pay for I thought I was gonna lose my job. Yeah. My business. You know. Um I only had a certain amount of money saved up, and I'm like, how am I going to pay for this? You know, if they don't open up, how am I going to pay for this? Mm-hmm. Like, and people were calling me and telling me, like, hey, come cut my hair at home. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'll pay you good money. I'm like, 
it's no, not worth no, it. No, it's not yeah. worth that. I yeah. don't know how this uh, how this is transferred. I don't know what's going on. How how people get infected. Yeah. Uh, I have kids. Yeah. I have a pregnant woman. Yeah, you know. And my kid was not a COVID baby. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> that was he was planned. planned. <laughs> a lot of my, my family was like, "Hey, man!" So, me and my wife. I mean, I was engaged like uh-huh. right when COVID, like a little bit after COVID. I was right after, right before COVID. That's when I got engaged, and people were like, "So, you know, when is the baby?" Like, oh, man. I, Kids are expensive, man. <laughs> I got a lifestyle. <laughs> I got plans. Kids are expensive, man. Yeah. But what do you think, expensive. Chaparro? Man, it's it's. I guess uh, we interviewed the two barbers last time, and, yeah. and and the same thing they said about COVID. You know how hard it was for them and to to survive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, small business basically sh- shut down because mm. because of COVID. And I'm glad you know you were able to like stay open and you know here you are. You have another. Uh, yeah, another uh, uh, location. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have really good clients that we emailed. We did a whole campaign uh, through COVID where we were selling gift cards. Mm-hmm. You know, they would buy gift card uh, gift cards and then use it later when we opened up. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, we made a, not a lot of money, but we made good money. Uh, to kind of help us out, mm-hmm. uh, and I was giving a hundred percent of the money to the barbers. Man, that's, that's good. good. That's good. And whenever they, whoever came to use their gift card, then they will pay me my percentage. Mm, that's but good. If it, it, I had a lot of people that did not came and use their gift cards, wow. So they kept a hundred percent. Man, that's. I heard a couple of barber shops did the same thing, and or even. Um, Bars, yeah, they were actually getting all the whatever whatever revenue they were getting from selling to go drinks was for their staff, mm. and that for me is I believe in, in blessings and I believe in karma and I believe everything that you do right it's always gonna come back to you, mm-hmm. and I can see how you're being blessed by blessing your people. Yeah, thank you so much. I, That's good. I, yeah, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I I, uh, I I just do it, you know. Because it comes out of you. Because it comes yeah. out from my yeah. heart. I, I just, yeah. I just, because I want my, I want my business to be successful mm-hmm. as much as I want my people to be successful. Right. You know, I want them to be successful. That way they could provide for the families so that we could, you know, I don't know, take the families on vacations and stuff like that. I, I, I that, that's just, it's a better way of living. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's better for, I mean, I got guys making, you know, $2,300 a week, you know? So that's good. Yeah, 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 that's good. Just make, just yeah, yeah. if you know math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's some money. That's some money. It's a good chunk of money. Yeah, you know? right. So it, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, yeah, going back to that, it is a blessing to have a business that's profitable, that, mm-hmm. that in terms of, like, helping people. You know, and that's one of the main reasons I wanted to open up a shop. Mm-hmm, right. And I told my wife, I never want to take advantage of anyone because yeah. I was taken advantage of. Exactly. You know, they were yeah. taking a, they were taking a lot of my money mm-hmm. from my paycheck for the hard work that I was doing. You know, and I, I when I told my wife, I'm like, I want, I want to open up my own shop, but I do not ever 
want to take advantage of my people. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to have a life. I want them to be that they, 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 that they belong. Yeah. You know, I want them to to feel that this is their place mm-hmm. to not not just mine, you know, or ours. Yeah. You know. Uh but yeah, it it's uh it, it, now that's why I keep my people happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and some right. of them are not happy, but it's just it just it's just because I don't want to get into this, but, yeah. <laughs> but because it's a it's a, it's a long story right. because of how people uh, see the shops and how they how, they think the the shop should be working, yeah. which is which is not. It, it, it's uh, for some reason we're successful, right? Right. For some reason we are busy because we do things right, mm-hmm. and if it's working. Once again, back to the state. What if it's working? Why break it? Right. Yeah. You right, know. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, the 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 business is it's it's uh, it's it's moving, mm-hmm. and COVID was tough, but it, it, we were able to save up a little bit of money. You managed to, to survive. Up, yeah, yeah. To 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 survive and to to open up the second shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't paid. I didn't pay myself for, you know. It's funny because I didn't pay myself for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, I'm like, honey, my wife would be like, honey, we need money for the car. <laughs> oh, shit, let me transfer. She transferred the $500 for the car. Yeah. Oh, oh we, we need we need groceries. Okay, let me transfer our money for the groceries. Mm-hmm. You know, what we needed, that's what we transfer over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Everything else was for the shop, for the shop, for the business, for the business, mm-hmm. for the business, until we were able to grow that pot, mm-hmm. right? And then that's what we used to open up the second shop. So that's good. That's good. And how uh, the community of barbers here in Austin, how like, how's it been that for you? Like, do, do you network with people or um, do you, like, just keep to your own? Uh, I keep to my own now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people know me because when I came to Austin, I I, I created a group called um, Austin. What was it called? Austin Barber something something, mm-hmm. and so I got a lot of barbers to connect and to to get together, and I did a a meetup. Yeah, you know, and everybody was like. Who's this? Like yeah. who's doing this? Yeah. Uh, but I, I wanted to just create community. Yeah, create a community and create like uh, you know a group of people that that we could like hang out and stuff. And sure enough, a bunch of barber owners showed up, mm-hmm. and a barber, a lot of barbers showed up. It was about maybe about 25, 30 people oh, wow. that showed up. Yeah, you know, that's a lot. Um, to the first first meeting and and first and only meeting. Yeah. Because after that, uh, they started. I started posting stuff about the the license that they wanted to take it away from Texas. Blah blah blah. They wanted, you know. And then people started asking more questions, and it started becoming political. And I just yeah. I said, you know, that's I'm it. concentrating too much, too on, much this on something that's instead not instead of opening my own business, yeah. opening up my shop. And it was just taking a lot of time for me, mm-hmm. so I decided to quit and not do it again. But a lot of people know me. That's good. So you know, like Cisco, Abel, uh, and a lot of other barbers that that uh, that are in the area. In city of austin know me 
uh, and I I'm cool with everyone. I don't have, you know, even 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 the people that. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, no, I I'm cool with everyone. Yeah. You know, I I don't I don't like to. Um, there's no there's no beef with anybody. Right. You know? Right. That's good. Yeah. And I don't I don't like violence. So. Yeah. Good. You know. Like, like you guys were talking about yeah, the soccer yeah. stuff. Yeah. That that sucks, man. Yeah. And that shouldn't that shouldn't exist. But you know, yeah, community. It's good. It's small. It's really mm -hmm. small. Everybody knows each other. Uh, this the 19 We're gonna have a. It's called Barbican. Okay. Uh, there's a, a something that's coming to Austin for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, they do it in New York and LA. And uh, they're doing it this year in Austin, mm -hmm. and uh, and there's it's sold out. Dang! Wow! Yeah, so it, there's going to be a lot of a lot of new people that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And excuse me, you're going? I am going. Yeah, I bought. I bought. Um, I'm. I'm. A, I'm super into the the educational part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, that I like to go to the classes. Okay. And um, and. Um, I want my people. I, 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 don't, I didn't make them, but I told them that I was, and I will give them the fifty dollars towards the ticket <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and to buy the VIP ticket uh, uh -huh. that comes with the classes because I want them to grow. Right? Yeah, I want that's them good. To, you know, I told them, hey, if you guys buy the VIP ticket, I'm gonna give you fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. And there was, I think, six of them that bought it. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, let's go, man. Let's go learn something. And maybe you won't learn anything, but if there'll be one little thing that you'll you be like, it. oh, yeah, that makes it easy. Yeah. Shit, go back to the shop and use it. Exactly. That, that's yeah. always, that's, that's a good, that's a good way, way to put it because sometimes conventions or comic cons or, you know, stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's not like you want to take all the information and just cram it into right. one single you day and that's it. it. Like, no, it's yeah. whatever you learn. Whatever it sticks to you, that's what you keep forever. Yeah. Um, in our business, uh, the more you do it, the more you learn. Yeah. The more sticks to you, the more like, um, and the more you want to learn, if you're passionate about it. If you're passionate about it, mm -hmm. you you spend hours and days on YouTube just watching videos. No matter if you watched it already, you watch it again. Right. You know? But if you're passionate about it. If you're mm -hmm. not passionate about it, you just you think you know everything. You think you you know you 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 already on top of the line, that's when you lose. Yeah. That's when you that's that's when your career stops. You know, because for example me, I've been doing it for let's say 10 years mm -hmm. right and and but i don't know everything right you know i don't know i mean i wish i could know how to braid hair yeah you know i wish i knew how to like dye hair mm -hmm. you know and those are things that are coming up those are right. like uh you see now on instagram like all these pictures of people dyeing their hair and yeah, doing yeah, yeah. designs mm -hmm. i wish i knew how to do designs That's, you know and i don't there's always something there's new. there's always something new yeah. something something to learn mm -hmm. um uh now if you don't want to learn it then, then it's really up to you like me i stick to you know um, barbering uh, traditional barbering 
That's what I stick to. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I do a line here, there, you know, <laughs> and I like your design yeah. and stuff. But, I got me la línea, I got los verdes. Yeah, so I, I do that, but but other than that, more intricate stuff, like yeah. I, I just don't. No. I can't. I, I just, I'll mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Uh, the name, the name of the shop, how did it came out? Like, you just... Oh, so... Uh, also, there, there's a there's a guy on Instagram. His name his name is Also on Instagram, but he's a really cool. Uh, he draws really cool, mm-hmm. and he does this like psychedelic like type of uh, drawings, and and I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also like the name. Yeah, nice. and I always told my wife that she was an old soul. She's twelve years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I always told her, like, man, you're like an old soul. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I met her, she was so concentrated in life. And so, like, you know, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, um, and, uh, and And I always tell her, like, man, you're an old soul. You're an old soul, you know? Like, um, and our logo is an anchor. And I have t- an anchor tattoo. Mm-hmm. And then the there's a rope that does like an S type if mm-hmm. you look at it from the back, and that's basically like uh, my my wife's name is Alexandra, but mm-hmm. we call her Sasha, um, and uh, and that's basically an S. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. the anchor. This is me, and then the S is her. You know, so it's like yeah. it, it kind of came together. Right. Right. Uh, and also it's her. You know, it's, nice. It's, uh, that's good. It's her being the also also. That's and, cool. and it's it's it sticks yeah it sticks yeah. And it's, it's also like a lot of people like it because it's not like uh like trends blades <laughs> and all these other names that are up there cuts like, with a z yeah, yeah. cuts with a z yeah. you know, and stuff like that like it, we're not that urban yeah. barbershop yeah. we're like the traditional modern barbershop yeah you know uh because we 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 try to do that, and there's there's barbers that come in and they do that, you know, the little, you know, uh, what is it called, the enhancements and this. Oh, and that. when they were doing aging, when they, yeah, yeah, and then they paint the hair and stuff. Like that. There's there's with the enhancements, but there's people and barbers that come and do that. I actually do it myself, huh. only to certain people, not to everyone. Right. Oh, okay. Only if they ask for it, then I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to do it to everyone because. That only stays there for like a day or two. Yeah. And then what happens after that? (laughs) Yeah. Someone, uh, I was going to work one day and I got a haircut a long time ago, Cisco. Not (laughs) Not with you. (laughs) No, not with you. And it was funny because, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting older, so my line is, you know, going back higher and higher. And and, uh, so the guy was like, "Hey, man, do you want, do you want, uh, do you want me to do the the line and you know do the do the edge and spray?" And I'm like. Dude, I sweat a lot, <laughs> and I have an oily face, and I have like I put moisturizer on my face sometimes. Uh-huh. So all of this is gonna be shiny. So <laughs> if you put that, it's gonna be dripping down. Like have you seen the Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> nah, man, let's do this. I'm like, all right, dude, that's fine. So not even 30 minutes afterwards, it was humid that day too. I started oh, seeing like the. And I was like, no, I'm gonna go wash it and let's go. But see, the type of uh, enhancements that I do is is airbrushing, Mm -hmm. basically. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't come off. 
uh, when they do something like that, it's more with like, uh, what is it called? Like, uh, like a fiber, the, right? the, the fibers, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? Um, what they do is they spray it and then they put hairspray so it doesn't come off at that yeah. time. Yeah. But if you sweat, yes, That's of course, it's going to yeah. drip down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was funny because I'm like, I saw my, I saw the, the drip coming here and I'm like, people are going to think I'm doing Rogaine at, third, at 29, 30 years old. But nah, yeah. man, I just accept my thing, you know. Like I see you, you got you got like gray, gray hair. Like I want to be like oh, that. Like yeah, as yeah. I get older, I, just embrace that, you know. You know, I was I was looking at a picture. Me and my wife were looking at a picture, and before we came here, mm -hmm. my beard was black, <laughs> like completely, and then no no white hair anywhere. And she's like, "Did you used to dye your hair?" I'm like, "No, no, yeah. it, was, it was just that was my color." But now that. Is the pressure of the business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it could yeah. be the business. It could be my wife. <laughs> the kids, Sorry, everything, honey. everything, right? No pun intended, but <laughs> you put yourself in a situation. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a couple of gray hairs, and I tell my wife, like, it's not yeah. you. It's, 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 it's natural. <laughs> Don't, you're not stressing me out. Yeah. So it makes me look wise. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, um, you know, before we wrap up, what are what are the things that you do to to remain humble in, in a business as a business owner? And another question that I have is, what do you do to remain sane? Yeah. Oh man, uh, to stay humble. I mean, my upbringing was from you know coming to the United States as an immigrant. As an immigrant that I am now, even though I'm a U.S. citizen, I, I'm still an immigrant, right. mm -hmm. you know, and um, uh, the way I grew up, uh, the way my parents are, uh, very humble, uh, that's who I am, that's how I, that's why I, I'm humble, because, you know, I, I never think that I'm like way up here on top of you know everyone else no I'm I'm always like humble and if you do something better than me man show me how to do that yeah let me see because I want to know right you know but it's never like oh, look at that guy what is he doing <laughs> you know, it's never like that so I'm always more like hey let's help each other out yeah. you know because you know uh If we're a team, it makes us only stronger, you know. It, it, uh, and um, to stay humble is just—it's just that my parents really taught me how to be humble at all times That's and good. never think that I'm better than anybody else or anyone else, you know. And I always carry that with me, you know. And to stay sane, man, I work out. I try to work out yeah. as much as I can in the mornings. Uh, My wife uh, sometimes gets mad at me because I don't help with the babies. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm over here lifting weights, you know, and trying to... Uh, one, because uh, uh, my birthday last year, I saw myself on a picture and I saw, I saw not a good-looking Edgar, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, shoot, man, I got to do something about yeah. this. Yeah. You know, I want to work out. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I'm also 46 years old. Yeah. yeah. So my body hurts. Yep. You yeah. know, and um, and but I started little by little. I started doing push-ups. I would do 10 push-ups. You know. Yeah. And 
then the next day I would do another ten push-ups until I would I was able to do fifteen push-ups. Yeah, you know, and then I would started adding more, adding more, and then I during COVID, like I tried to get weights, but then they were all sold out everywhere. Everybody and was man. working out. <laughs> if I tell you the story, man, it was it was intense for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. and uh, and and it was just sold out. I couldn't get anything, so uh, I went to uh, Walmart and I saw this little dumbbells that you could you know put the weights on yeah whatever and um and i um i bought that and then i found 30 30 pound dumbbells at um what's that one place like a sporting good dicks dicks no the other one the other Academy? big one no the other big one ah uh. Those are the only, it's only two, two that I know. Academy. 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 Is that, did yeah. you just said that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's another one. Yeah. That was that I that don't one. know. <laughs> that one. Uh, so I, I, um, I, I found 30, uh, 30 pound dumbbells yeah. there, and then I took them home. And all this time, my wife was in Florida. And um, I was buying all these weights, and I bought <laughs> <laughs> I bought a bench. And my wife spent two months in Florida, and I'm over <laughs> here like, what do I do with myself? Yeah. Right. So the thing was like, man, I gotta work out. And so um, I'm buying all these weights. Yeah. And I bought a forty pound dumbbells, and then I bought. <laughs> Buy. He's I, just buying weights. Yeah, yeah. whatever I would see, and I'll buy it. And, and then he's I, buying mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when my wife got home, she's like, oh, God. "Damn, get thrown well, jeans." Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> and then what did I do? And you were like, "I did yeah, this." Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of money. And that's a, the first thing she said. I'm like, yeah, "Honey, it's for me to work out." You know, like let me, let me. <laughs> yeah. And but then she, now she doesn't say nothing. But it, 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 uh, um, I work out uh, and I also cut hair. That's good. <laughs> to it's, stay sane. It's the same. Because cutting hair is it's a uh, I block everything out mm-hmm. except for my business. When I'm at, when I'm at, when I'm at the shop, I'm always like one eye here, one eye in the hair. Yeah. And then my ear over here, you know, and I'm yeah. always like listening and everything. If something's wrong, then I jump in and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Kind of kind of like me right now. Sorry to interrupt. I'm over here making sure this thing is still re- recording. This <laughs> thing is still recording. Yeah. And I see the camera yeah, and I'm like. We're almost done. <laughs> right. no, it's funny because I'm like, as you're saying that, I'm like, I'm actually just doing the same thing yeah. as I'm trying to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, and, 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 um, and that's my safe spot. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's where I stay, and uh, I cut hair, and then, you know, I, I blank everything out, and yeah. then when I leave, then I start thinking about everything else. Uh, but the the eight hours that I'm there, nine hours that I'm cutting hair, it's, it's just to cut hair, and I, I, I meet all kinds of people with different walks of life, uh, different stories. I ask, uh, you know, people how their mothers are, how their kids that's are, good. how their sisters boyfriends, whatever they are, whatever it is. Um, today, one of my clients texted me that, you know, her, his grandmother passed away, you know, all, like all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. And he's, he's worried about missing his appointment, appointment. tomorrow. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, dude, don't worry. Like, <laughs> don't worry about the appointment. Dude, it's yeah, your family. Go, yeah. It's your family. Like, that's more important. Haircuts are secondary, yeah. you know. Um 
And um, so, yeah, that's, that's, Bar- that's Bar- why. Barbers are like therapists. So. Yeah, for me it is. Try to be. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I tell my wife, like, I can cut my own hair, uh-huh. and I could be okay with that. But, like, when I go with Cisco, it's just, you know, I need that Cisco time. <laughs> and she's like, and at first she was like, Jealous, eh? What? What but then she's so she's high. a she's you know she's a nail technician. Um, ah, she hosts her mom, uh, her aunt now. She understands. And yeah, so she understands. Yeah. So she has clients, yeah. and then and then she saw like you know I'm pretty good friends with Cisco, and then mm. and then she's like, oh okay, now I see why. Right. So it makes sense. It, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, the camaraderie, right? Like right. the the friendship that mm-hmm. you build with that person since you've been cutting your hair with them for uh, you know. Who knows how long yeah. you make that relationship? Yeah, you yeah. make that relationship, and that's what I tell my people: like, hey, build relationship with the client. Yeah, that's because they're always going to be your client. Yes, you know, and if, if you don't give a damn about anybody or the per- person that's sitting in your chair, then that means you don't care about your job. Yeah, you know, and you know, just just build that 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 relationship, you know, and be be honest, mm-hmm. you know. Be, be honest with them, uh, you know, build that relationship and 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 stay true, mm-hmm. right, you know, to what you do. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. You know, that's what made us successful so far. That's good, man. Well, I'm glad, you know, you're doing it. And I'm glad you reached out to us, you know, so oh, yeah. we can have this conversation. It's yeah. pretty cool. My uh, story. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your story. Yeah, my story. Uh, we didn't really say it, but anyways, I will put it on my on my on my on my uh, Instagram. Now I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna put that. <laughs> no, we can. Man, we we'll come back to that. You know, do another yeah, part man, in the future. Yeah, it, it, my um, grew up really poor. Yeah, basically, and what I have, I appreciate, and I, I, um, I really, um, I'm thankful. For what I have mm-hmm. and what I, what I what me and my wife have built so far in three years, which is a lot, yeah. you know, we, we we built a lot. We 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 think that we're helping people, mm-hmm. you know, and that's very satisfying for us. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's the good part about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we share some of that, you know. But in the future, we'll we'll, we'll have a second part, you know, and yeah, 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 yeah. definitely have have, have, have more I mean, have another person, or, let, you know, and listeners, please vote for me to come back now. <laughs> 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 nah, you'll be back, you'll be back. Yeah, yeah man. for sure. Anything else you want to add, Chaparro? No, I just want to say hey, thank Muchas gracias, man, por haber, yeah. por haber este, yeah. venido acá y tomarte el tiempo de, de, de escribirnos y, y de querer venir a, a estar con nosotros aquí. Este, eres el primero que nos busca a nosotros, uh-huh. lo cual nos hace sentir muy bien. Y pues te agradecemos por sí, eso. Sí, los, los busqué porque me gustó lo que están haciendo. Y, gracias, y, gracias. Y aparte de, de la... De, de, de lo que están haciendo y cómo lo están haciendo y, y con quién lo están haciendo, ¿no? Uh-huh. Porque son personas que empiezan desde abajo, sí. que van trabajando y trabajan fuerte por algo que tienen o que buscan o que, que lo que van a hacer en un futuro. Sí. ¿no? Y, este, y pienso que, que eso es lo que todos buscamos, ¿me entiendes? Es, es, es la vida, eh, así es la vida y la vida es trabajo, trabajo, trabajo. As, uh, you know, mucha gente dice, ah, te tienes, tuviste suerte. Sí. No, la suerte no Hombre. existe. La suerte, es suerte lo, las existe, ganas de echarle ganas. Duro trabajar sí. duro por duro echarle ganas. Trabajar, ¿me uh-huh. entiendes? Entonces, este, 
A veces digo yo, sí, 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 fue suertudo, pero pues, you know, aquí estoy. Sí, pero no, no. Pero te la hiciste tú. Ah, pero sí. no vieron todo mi trabajo. Sí, claro. Que hice y, antes. y como te dije, fuera de, 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 de cámaras ahora y fuera de, de, de grabar, este, que tenemos ese, ese, lastimosamente tenemos esa perspectiva siempre, ¿no? De ver a alguien que tiene ya mucho. O sea, ah, como... te crees mucho porque tienes eso. Sí, algo así. Y, y eso es lo primero que vemos. No sí, sabemos sí. Ni, ni lo que te partiste, ni todo lo que tuviste que hacer para, para llegar a poder tener tu, tu negocio, ¿me entiendes? Sí. Lastimosamente así somos los humanos. Y, y, sí. y, pero no, este, qué bien que te esté viendo uh, muy bien y pues, te deseo lo mejor con tu sí, nueva locación. Sí. Te voy a ir a ver un día de estos para que... Me des una cort un cortecito sí, ahí, a ver. Sí, porque estaba viendo el Ya dijo, ya vio el pelo, sí, dijo, no, no aquí. a lo mejor no voy a poder. Es lo malo de los barberos. ¿verdad? A cualquiera que ven, le ven el pelo. Sí. Dice, Ay, sí, tiene, tiene que arreglarse el, el, el mechón. Cántale, ves, ves, yo por eso cómelo. Ya cuando me ven. No, no, sí. no, está bien el pelo. No, eh, no mientas, no mientas tampoco. Sí. Pero sí, sí, este, muchas gracias, Edgar. No, gracias. Sí, gracias. y a, a los que en el futuro quieran caerle y hacer una plática, aquí estamos para, sí. para ustedes, para la raza. Claro que sí. Y este, para que dónde te pueden seguir, para que te busquen tu, tu locación y todo. ¿Dónde, claro dónde que trabajas? sí, este, mira, eh, nuestro Instagram es oldso underscore barbershop. Uh -huh. Este, nuestra um, website es oldsobarbershop.com. Uh -huh. uh, mi Instagram es E underscore Tonsor. Uh -huh. uh, tonsor is Latin for barber. Okay. Este, bueno, ahí me pueden encontrar este, también por el 1-800. Nah. <risa> Todo ya de una vez. 1-800, el tonsor. <risa> sí. no, pero ahí, ahí me pueden encontrar. Y si no, pues pueden pasar ahí por uh, La Sexta, uh -huh. en, en la barbería eh, Old Soul Barbershop, ahí en La Sexta, donde está el ta, uh, Ramen Tatsuya, ahí en La Sexta. Y ah, hombre, estás en una buena locación. Sí, yeah, ahí está. Yeah. Mero, Man, mero. you're in a good location. Yeah, yeah, mero, location. mero. Yeah. Y Salomar, donde está Across the Street, From uh, Easy Tiger. Oh, Easy Tiger. He, he, uh, man, that's a good location Easy too. Yeah, you're yeah. you're like in the prime right there, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, Cisco's my uh, my neighbor right oh, there. Yeah, right yeah. Because he's on the side of the In and Out. Yeah, and the In and Out, they come to. Su si pasó por ahí. Sí. ¿Qué onda, güey? <laughs> That's good, man. Hey, shout out to Cisco, Abel, uh -huh. and, and all you know, the barbers that you guys that he knows and I don't know. Yeah. No. Ahí, échale y gracias, Raza, por, por seguirnos, por escucharnos. Ese es el primer video, ojalá y les guste. Eh, pórtense bien y adiós. Hasta la próxima. Chao. Bye.